That does feel like a break glass and emergency only kind of. We, just did <laughs> we should yep. keep all of this in that too. <laughs> I suppose so. Oh, oh boy, that would make an okay cold open though. That whole that we should mm. put this in the folder for emergencies <laughs> and then what Zach said. Yeah, you know, uh-huh. that thing that just happened a few seconds ago. Yep, that's true. Yeah. Do you know that feeling when everyone is talking about a movie that you haven't seen? Have you ever felt compelled to make some vague comments just so you can join in the conversation? Well, what if you were in too deep? Do you think you could convince everyone that you'd seen it? Or do you think your version would be so much better that no one would care? Here at Faking Movies, we're always the ones who haven't seen the movie. Anything you can do, I can do better. I can do anything better than you. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to Faking Movies. This is episode 113. It's, uh, no, the other one. 114. It's 114. Oh, fuck. <laughs> this is episode one. <laughs> I got nothing. Fortnite teen. <laughs> uh, oh, for oh. the teens. Yeah. yeah, for the teen. Oh, exactly. Yeah, it's teen twice. It's yeah. teen two times. There are websites about that. Um, oh, hey, speaking oh, of fuck teens, are you talking about? I don't know. Uh, porno. Speaking of teens, um, do you guys know that Lando, who's not a teen but like was a teen at one point, has a grandfather? Whose name is Grando Calrissian? I know this only because you told us this week, but man, that is something. Is yeah. that uh-huh. actually a thing? Jesus. Well, it was in one of the drafts for one of the prequel movies. You know, it's it's like poetry, really. It's uh, yeah, it's like yeah. it's a circle. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, George uh, Lucas. Fuck you yeah. and your dumb face. <laughs> Uh, in case you guys haven't noticed, I have been listening to a book about the making of the Star Wars movies on yeah. tape recently, so I've got a lot of gems. You um, know, shout out to other podcasts. You sent me the link to that um, six-parter about like Spielberg and Lucas and all them. That was really good. I forget mm-hmm. what it's called. but Yeah, it was just a uh, blockbuster, it's called. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, wow. it's just a sound editing thing. It's it basically it it's just a bunch of sound editors who are like, "Want to make a radio drama about the making of Star Wars?" And they Wars? have they have like it's like funny but also sort of correct voices for all these people. That oh, they're very so almost. Of. Yeah, they're yeah. just a little Bobo. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, huh. yeah. It's it's really fun though. I didn't know all those dudes like Francis Ford and all them were like genuine friends back in the day. Yeah. Oh yeah, Franny Ford. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh old, yeah. Old Franny Ford. Mm-hmm. Yeah, huh. we just did a Franny Ford. A couple we weeks sure ago. did. Sure yeah. enough. Anyway, so anyway, yeah, you should check out our our Twitter. Don't worry about the other oh, shit. Oh, we're just, just doing to... that now. Okay. Yeah, just go to. Twitter. I support that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but this week, uh, we're gonna do in grand, uh, faking movies tradition, a Seth movie. Uh, and as we've come to do, we're giving him a title he can't fuck with. Yeah, mm. it's a. It was a problem, and, like, I don't even... All right, yeah, whatever. Anyway, you want me to get into this? <laughs> yeah, do it. Yeah. All right, you won't. so... Uh, you won't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right, so... The what movie... if he just sat there for ten minutes in silence? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, he's really not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, the non fuck upable title you gave me was <laughs> Go. Mm-hmm. Starring <sighs> Katie Holmes, Scott Wolf, a person I really had no idea who that was. Oh, he's on Party Five. Not, not surprised. Not surprised. I didn't watch that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jay Moore. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tim- From the TV show Action. 
Or Saturday Night Live, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Both for very short periods of time. Uh, yeah. Or uh, Jerry Maguire. He's been on the podcast. He before. was in Jerry Maguire, yeah. yeah. I mean, clearly action isn't the best Jay Moore touchstone. I was no, just being a no, dick. No, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Katie Holmes, Scott Wolf, Jay Moore, Timothy Oliphant, and then apparently the as, quote, ad-libbing now, but I went below the fold... <laughs> Tay Diggs and Melissa McCarthy. Yep. <laughs> one of those people features much more heavily than the other one. Yeah. I don't but know they why they're both in the movie. So definitely yeah. not like bullshit. Barely shows up. Yeah. 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 They actually both have, uh, for plot reasons, very pivotal roles. This is true. So, um, couple failed ideas, and then was a... one of them just a recreation of the music video for Freak on a Leash? I don't know what that is, so... He's really trying to make that work, yep. <laughs> I've just had corn songs stuck in my head for days, and I need it to get out. I mean, uh-huh. I, uh-huh. I, you know, I don't know what the hell you're talking about, so... Yeah. You know, it's the part in the video when, he, when no. he's scatting at a bullet, I, and then I, I, it stops in front of his face, and he goes, go! And then it flies away. No, I don't... I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> steadfast <laughs> so i mean i guess it could also be a, a, a movie about the song got the life also a corn song oh, they say we're going that a lot sure again you're in a dark place huh buddy <laughs> i do we need to call somebody <laughs> i really i really had I, I could not have less of an idea of what in the hell you're talking about right now <laughs> Oh, Christ. I I know there was an album cover of Korn that had a bunch of children maybe falling off a cliff, and that's about... Playing hopscotch off a cliff. That's that's, that's from Follow yeah. the Leader, which the song uh, Freak on a Leash is from. Okay, well, never listened to it, only saw the album cover. All right, I'm done. <laughs> All right. I- I think that's can fair. you name can you name all the members of Corn? Oh, Fieldy Head, Jonathan Davis. Oh, the drummer just had a real white guy name. Um, uh, I that's the guy I always forget. But Monkey, also, Monkey, Monkey, Monkey. Yep, Monkey. Uh, I think his name was like Chris something. Yeah, yeah, I think you might be <laughs> yeah. right. All right, Seth, quit the podcast. So Corn, let's, let's get him on back in here. <laughs> <laughs> Seth, what were your failed ideas? Go regale us. Okay. <laughs> okay, I will. Okay. All right. You won't. So <laughs> <laughs> it's back. Jesus, we're we're. This is gonna be a. Rough... This is ep one of two. We yeah. are fucked. Yeah. All right. So the first one, the first idea I had was you know w- about the game go right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Um, but I very very popular in Japan and China, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But I uh, I've done a sport sport movie with an atypical uh... sport before. Sure. And also, I know almost nothing about how to play Go. Yes. Even watching people play it, it is inscrutable. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. like, uh, other than you have to place the pieces using only two fingers in a very particular manner, and also, like... Well, that seems dumb. It's all about <laughs> encircling other pieces. And I had a friend teach me once, or try to teach me once, and I think it's a thing you really have to practice, and I do not remember anything at all. It's it's very chess like in terms of like the levels of skill are very important and they're far reaching. Yeah, I, yeah, but it's yeah. like it's like chess on steroids. And yeah, I can't it's... even play fucking backgammon on my computer for Christ's <laughs> sake. Yeah, I can't yeah. even I can't even play Spider Solitaire. So, oh, that's um, fun. 
<laughs> yeah, neither can I actually now that you mentioned it. <laughs> All right, so I decided... I am great at cheating at Pinochle, though. Oh, oh the worms crawl in, the worms crawl out. Mm-hmm. Worms play <laughs> Pinochle on your snout. Oh, you don't I know that don't know. rhyme? Okay, okay, well, ha-ha, look at me talking about a thing that you don't know. Hey. <laughs> anyway, my next idea was like a survival horror sort of situation where there's like oh, a okay. monster that only sees movement and you have to hide, and when it isn't paying attention, then you bolt and that sort of stuff, and, uh-huh. and got up with that. Okay. Uh, uh, third idea was, you know, another... Like opposite f- the, the angel, weeping angels from Doctor Who. Yeah. And that new Krasinski movie that was on uh, oh, uh, Quiet Place? Quiet Place. Yeah, Quiet Place. Yeah. yeah. Oh. But I mean, my thing was actually the opposite of what Seth mm-hmm. was describing. But okay. All right. All right. All Yours was just a different sense. Um, you can only taste them. When they taste you, they bite you. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. <laughs> it's a way weirder movie. It's a real, it's a real, it's like, like, it's like, a, it's like a monster made of tongues. Wait, yeah. why are so many people getting killed by this monster? This seems entirely <laughs> avoidable. It's stationary. Yeah. <laughs> Just run away. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of dirty boys in town, Mayor. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. It's true. It's true. Yeah, just jamming their feet up all on that thing. <laughs> They'll never learn. Um, all right, and then the third idea was another fucking car movie, but I am car <laughs> movied out. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, that's what, How could that ever be? What happened? <laughs> I, I, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> so, here's what I did. I, I don't know. It's, it's kind of a bummer, and it's very introspective, so get ready for this. Okay. Ba-da-da-da-da-da. What, what the da, f- da, 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 da. That, that thing. I was doing that thing. Y'all ready for this? Oh. I was As really worried it was going to be a corn song again. Yeah, so was I. <laughs> oh. um, anyway, so uh, Katie and Scott are astronauts, um, but this takes place in the far future. You know, space cool. colonization and all that sort of stuff is a big thing now. Jay Moore is their engineer, who in a stunning reversal of all of his roles, is competent at his job for once. Huh. And not an asshole. Yeah. He's cocky, but not such an insufferable asshole that you automatically hate him. So, like, this is a real, hmm. you know, departure for him. Playing against type. Yeah. yeah either, I don't know if he's got the range for I, this. Either, I, I, either he was miscast or he's going to win a fucking Oscar. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's one of those. <laughs> yeah. um, I saw this Jay Moore movie, and he... <laughs> he wasn't a total piece of shit the whole time. It changed my life. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, Timothy is a like grizzled and tired like colony ship captain. Like he spends more time in like the sort of like augmented cryo sleep than he does awake. It seems that checks. Um, out. and it's been wearing on him for a long time, and you know. Uh, but it's not the sort of job that allows you to have, like, a family or even friends, really, that aren't on the immediate crew because everybody will just be dead by the time you get back. Ah. Like, I mean, that's the oh, yeah. that's the unfortunate consequence of, uh, like, light, light speed or sub-light speed travel. Special uh, relativity, interstellar. yeah. Yeah, yeah real, just real every, Einstein. Yeah. Every, everybody dies all the time. Yep. So, um, Timothy is ferrying, like, uh, Katie Holmes and Scott, whoever, and Jay Moore, 
who have been dismatched who have been dispatched to a somewhat nearby, relatively speaking, star system like, you know, like Sirius or Tau Ceti or Groombridge 34 or Upsilon Eridai or, you know, one of those. Wow, you know. cool constellation flex. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> we get it, you stars. Okay. Seth just dropping his big dipper right on the table. <laughs> I, wow. I, I prefer to call it my Ursa Minor. But <laughs> don't want to brag. <laughs> hmm. Anyway, in one of these star systems, there's supposed to be a colony that is in the process of being established. And um, the way space travel works in this is that you can't stay asleep for the entire time or your muscles completely atrophy. So like every month of travel or so, they have to spend a month awake and then a month asleep and it's shifting back and forth. So the trip will take, uh, I, I put in like about five years, but. During this, there's all kinds of, like, time dilation issues, and you're moving so fast. Um, like, if you guys have ever read the book Tau Zero, um, it's a it's a very hard sci-fi book. It's quite good, hmm. but it's talking about how, you know, as you approach the speed of light, you know, time stops existing and all sorts of things, and eventually, you know, the, the universe is no longer a thing that you can deal with. But That, that is well-founded, is my understanding. Yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, so this is, this is a hard sci-fi movie with a whole bunch of social stuff that we're gonna get into so so it's a kim stanley robinson uh, yeah okay (laughs) um yeah so the marxist sci-fi yay (laughs) yeah um so the crew is is like is faring a whole lot of like uh terraforming equipment and whatnot. So we spend a lot of time with character development, like when people are awake and getting to know the foibles of the four members of the crew and I hadn't really thought it out too much other than than uh Timothy Oliphant being so like universe weary. Like he's 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 not even just world weary, he's universe weary. So it's he's been around these stars more than once. Yeah. More times than he'd care to mention. Yeah. He literally always plays a sheriff, so it totally makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. He's well, except in um uh The Grinder. Santa Clarita diet. Yeah, yeah that was a I was thinking of Zach's thing, but Yeah. <laughs> was a realtor, I think, or I don't remember. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, they were real a realtor couple. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's a really good show. Yeah. It is. I enjoyed it. Uh, I haven't seen the third series yet, but um, I haven't seen the second one. <laughs> but um, anyway, they eventually make it to their destination to find that, of course, the col- uh, like what the colonists are there have broken down into factions and are like some people are following Tay Diggs and some people are following <laughs> Melissa McCarthy. So the grand bulk of the movie is like. The more sane arrivals trying to navigate the tiny politics of these tiny princes in their tiny lands, you know, all sorts of stuff like this. So it's very... Oops, actual Earth? (laughs) Yeah, it's (laughs) it's a lot of, like, introspective, like, yeah, that sort of stuff. But there isn't really any violence in this movie. It's more, like, intense character study and looking at, like the motivations of exploring humanity's need for going out into space. Like why does humanity throughout its entire history have this desire to expand? Um, And is that true of all sentient life? Does it ever reach equilibrium? Does it end up ultimately with things like Dyson spheres, you know, that like just love me a Dyson. I mean, who doesn't, but like, (laughs) like a Dyson sphere essentially is the culmination of just like, 
fucking up an entire solar <laughs> system just for your use. Oh, okay. Um, that sort of Neat. stuff. So uh, we spent a lot of time also exploring like the flora and fauna of the new planets, but not in a stupid fucking way like Avatar. But you know, like in a way that doesn't piss me off endlessly. Putting putting old James Cams on blast. Yeah, Get well, consistently. I I I mean, I really hate Avatar as a it's movie. Very bad. Uh, we've established. Yes. This. I mean, I've I've been on record before at how little of that movie I've seen. So oh, sure. yeah. yeah. You made the right choice again. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so eventually, the conflict between Diggs and McCarthy is resolved, and uh, Timothy is called away on another mission. But through all these conversations, Tim has been grappling with like many of these existential human questions, like about expansion and happiness and fulfillment, and like he seems to have been cheering up somewhat through all of these interactions. And at the end, at the very end of the movie, that like the people that are staying ask him like. Why does he do what he does? This constant travel and aimless wandering. And like, he responds simply with like a wry smile. And he's like, the thing I've learned about myself and what makes me, me and humanity, humanity is that sometimes you just need to go. Mm, okay. Yeah. You know, usually the like shoehorning the title at the end is kind of contrived and weird, but it really works there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like loved that. this. Also, I really like. I really couldn't stop thinking about uh, if I showed up to a planet and Melissa McCarthy is a benevolent dictator. I'm like, fuck yeah, we're staying here. <laughs> <laughs> Even if Tay Diggs is on the other side, like he's cool as shit. But if a Melissa McCarthy is anywhere in the like scope of the oh, whole is thing, this I'm where like, the people yeah. fucking partying? Yeah, this is where I'm. Yeah. Oh, it's gonna be wild <laughs> over there. <laughs> it's gonna be fuck wild. <laughs> yeah, oh, her and her husband gonna be doing weird sex stuff in front of everybody. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. Yes, indeed. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah cool. so it was a lot more, like, slow and introspective than my usual movies. Um, I, no, I thought, it, I thought it was great. Yeah. yeah, it was good. And in terms of character studies and viewpoints and stuff, I think you're pretty close to the general look and feel of this movie, actually, so. Okay. Oh, no? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, I guess. Did I watch a different go? I don't know what's happening. Uh, do you so uh, uh, I'm I'm having some some internet issues. Do you have sure. the IMDb pulled up? Zach? I I sure do. Um, Great, it's a real short one. Uh, go exclamation point, which is not the title. Weirdly, oh, um, okay. they they stylize it in the description. Uh, yeah. tells the story of the events after a drug deal told from three different points of view. Oh, so it's a regular run, Lola run. Yeah, it, it is a regular. Really, movie. really, really is. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or a regular Zach's movie from two from weeks, last week yeah. or two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, Zach, really quick for me, um, mm-hmm. can you? There are some other famous people in this cast that we did not give Seth. Yeah, can you run some of them down for me. Yep. Um, so uh, Sarah Polly is one of the main characters. She's this like aloof blonde girl from mm-hmm. the late nineties. She's a famous Canadian actress. Yeah. She's an Oscar nominee. Mm-hmm. You, know? yeah, yeah. you may remember her, dear audience, from the remake of Dawn of the Dead. Ah, yeah. Oh, yep. yep. Inexplicably. It's a real weird credit for That's her. That's the but... big one, yeah. Um, William Fitchner seems... Uh-huh, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> he's, he's a very brooding, weird cop in this. Um, yeah, guess what? He plays a cop. Yep. Um, yeah. Breckenmeyer, who is, you know, yep. um, Franklin and Bash, I forget which one. 
Um, Brecken and Breckenmeyer who who throws a hard N. Uh, wow, he really movie. does. God, he yeah, really does. Don't like that. Um, There's a little bit of context that maybe makes it not so hard, but it's still no. there and it still happens. Yeah. T- Tay Diggs is quick to step in and be like, no, 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 um, no. Then not. That's not cool. Yeah. Um, James Duvall, who is the oh, guy okay. from Donnie Darko. I know who James Duvall is. Okay. Oh, yeah. I don't know who that is. It's who did he play? Uh, he plays Sing. He's one of the other guys in the Brecken crew. Oh, I see. Yep. Um, the Brecken boys. Uh, yeah. Jimmy Schubert. The Brecken crew. <laughs> oh, oh, that was a lost opportunity. Yeah. Um, Jimmy Schubert is a like sort of famous road dog comedian. Um, mm. I don't know if anybody what else knows a him. road dog comedian. He's yeah. one of those guys that never got famous, but has toured relentlessly for like 35 oh, I years. See. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. He's very respected by other comedians is my understanding. Uh, and who does he play? Is he the old he's guy? He's the, the strip club? Y- younger, the son of the, the strip club guy. He's the one that gets shot. Oh, the one gets shot. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Jane Krakowski of 30 Rock and mm-hmm. Ally McBeal fame is very low build. She's built directly above Melissa McCarthy, who is built about 30th by my estimation. <laughs> There's a lot of people. When did yeah. this movie come out, by the way? 1999. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think I that's pretty remember, much it. My me- my main memories of this movie from uh, before I watched it this week was uh, it was, for some reason, very heavily promoted on MTV at the time. Mm. Uh, Sounds about right. It would resonate with that crew at the time. Certainly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And I can remember like the MTV movie where it's like best breakout movie. And it was like this and snatch and like, you know, it's like, Uh, it has a very similar feel to snatch in terms of like Mm -hmm. aesthetics and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A real Uh, guy Ritchie kind of nightmare. Kinetic directing. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, Techno, techno montages every two and a half minutes for the entire fucking movie. Was yeah. any of it Sandstorm? <laughs> no. It's all it's all like Chemical Brothers songs <laughs> that nobody <laughs> fucking knows. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the deep cuts. No Duarte. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wait, is that how you say that? Not, not Darude. Uh, I thought it was Darude. I have no fucking idea. It's all garbage. Vice I've never it, heard but... it pronounced. So. Yep, okay. me neither. I've just seen it on Dance yeah. Dance Revolution. <laughs> Oh, and commercials for like hits, like compilation albums of, of hits. Now that's what I call garbage volume 14. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, so, Seth, would you like to hear a longer summary? Yes, please. Okay. So uh, as Zach mentioned, there are three parts. Uh, part one, all the parts are interconnected. So we'll see how quickly we can get through this. Um, <laughs> Sarah Polly, uh, all of them, they all start at the same space so sure yep. sarah Polly, katie holmes this other dude that they're friends with and um this other british dude who ends up being the main character in the second story uh-huh. yeah. all work at this grocery store it's christmas eve uh sarah Polly has worked like a triple and wants to go home but yeah, the british that. dude wants to go to vegas and she's about to get evicted and needs money so she takes a shift okay so while she's working, she meets Jay Moore and Scott Wolf, who are buying a shitload of OJ because they are also going to buy a bunch of ecstasy to go to a rave, and they usually buy it from the British dude. But he's not there, so she's like, I can get you some ecstasy because she knows who the dealer is. Right. So they set up a thing to meet, and like, there you go. So she goes to get the ecstasy, and it's from Timothy Oliphant. Yeah. Uh, who is, yeah, like a shirtless, weird drug dealer dude uh-huh. in his, who never leaves his apartment kind of thing. There, There's some really crazy behind-the-scenes shit where he acts all like Billy Bob, Daniel Day-Lewis on this character, and I don't think he had any fucking right to be at that point in his career. <laughs> oh, really? Very interesting, yeah. So yeah. I was reading that he had been cast in a role for a different movie, and yes. it fell through, and he got recast. 
by someone else. And then he was just, they were still putting him up in the hotel. And while he was there, he got cast to be in Go. Oh, uh, so he's like, oh yeah, we'll just move the billing over to somewhere else. Oh wow, uh, my yeah. understanding. So he he's this drug dealer. It's kind of like, fuck. When was um, uh, what's his heart? No, um, god damn it, bad guy in Fifth Element, most famous, the Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, that guy. Um, uh, Gary Oldman. Uh, Gary, Gary Oldman. Oldman. Yeah. He he played a drug dealer in one of our previous movies where he's doing this real uncomfortable oh, true yeah. romance. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah it was true, true romance. romance yeah. Right. Um, this is not quite that, but he's like Olafan's playing like scummiest white guy drug dealer. He's, he's playing like weird, detached, scummy white yeah. guy drug dealer. So apparently, yeah. uh, he asked the director. He has this like dice neck tattoo, and he asked the director, "Can I have a neck tattoo?" And the director said, "No, fuck off." And he just showed up with one anyway and was like, we're doing this. And the director was like, eh, kind of works. Okay. But mm-hmm. I, I was like, I don't think, like, this is before all of the things he's famous for. Deadwood was like a couple years after this. I don't know. Yeah. It was weird. Like, well, he uh, so, he came in dick swinging, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. Jay Moore also wanted to play that character, but the director was like, no, um, no, no, no. Your, your chemistry with Scott Wolf is too good. We fuck. need you guys. Yeah. yeah. This is truly one of the, I mean, Seth, you nailed this too. This is Jay Moore's like only likable role in the history of Jay Moore. <laughs> <laughs> and he still like has a he has a turn to like a pretty dark turn toward the end, mm-hmm. but it's like a more understandable turn, and yeah. it's not because he's a dick. So anyway, yeah. we'll we'll wow. get there. That's yeah. a rare beast indeed. Yeah. <laughs> so Sarah Polly makes a deal with Timothy Oliphant, and he's like, she's like, I don't have all the money right now. I need this much. Can I leave collateral? And she leaves Katie Holmes. Hey, <laughs> uh, I, I so think yeah. I think seventeen year old Katie Holmes. Yeah, yeah they're just... they're definitely in high school at yeah. the time. Yeah. Wowzers. Well, they're characters. I don't know about them. Yeah. Right, anyway. Right. So she goes to sell them the drugs, and William Fitchner's there too, and she gets a weird feeling, and it's a good thing that she does because they're all wearing wires, because this is a sting operation, yep. and mm-hmm. Timothy Oliphant actually like tipped her off to that a little bit when she asked him for 20 ecstasy pills. He's like, oh, you mean the amount that makes it trafficking instead <laughs> of dealing? Yeah. So... The guy keeps saying, like, so you've got all 20, right? You've got all 20. So she goes in the bathroom, flushes it, and takes off. Um, And that's when we find out that Scott Wolf and Jay Moore are, like, two actors who got busted with drugs and are doing this to, like, get out of trouble. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is not uh, a thing. They're like famous actors. Like people recognize them. Right yeah. Hmm. They like you have to do a PSA on a commercial for that. You don't have to do a literal sting operation for yeah. that. That's yeah. crazy town. That so we'll seem... pick up. We'll pick up with them later. Yeah. yeah um. Sure. So she flushed all the drugs. One of her her friend that they're with, this dude Manny, who's with them also, took one of them. So the rest of this sequence, he's fucked up on ecstasy. Mm-hmm. Um. So we get some like POV from him being fucked up. Okay. Um, she replaces all the pills with like baby aspirins and shit and brings them back to Timothy Alphon is like, listen, it got all fucked up. The person wasn't there. Here's the thing. And he's like, okay, well, uh, I'm going to keep some of your money. And like, this is me doing you a favor, not like freaking out over this. And she's like, okay, I got it. Like, you know, and they leave and they go to this actual rave that is going on. It's a big like warehouse party. Sure. Not ironically, because it was the late nineties. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This was just happening at the time. It wasn't, and they it wasn't decide... a silent rave. It wasn't a No, no it was a real <laughs> rave. Yeah. yeah. So they decide that they're gonna sell aspirin to people and tell them it's ecstasy. Sure. Uh yeah. so they're Placebo, making a shit placebo them all. Yep. Yeah. So they're making a shitload of money. They're having a great time at the rave and this is about the time that Timothy Oliphant happens to check out the pills and notices that they're aspirin. So he shows up and he eventually like they all get separated. Eventually he corners Sarah Polly in the parking lot and he's going to shoot her. And 
just as she's trying to like, it's like, listen, I have your money. Like, let me pay you back. Like I fucked up. She gets fucking smashed by a Miata. Like not just a Miata, a sunbird yellow Miata. It's the most rare of all the Miatas. Mm. Fact. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, this is why Zach picked this movie. Um, <laughs> no, I didn't know this had a Miata, but I was very excited when Lee told so me. She, <laughs> yeah. She gets smashed by this Miata, like real fucking bad. Jesus. Uh, and she ends up falling, like, they pull away, and she rolls off the car and falls, like, rolls down the side of a hill. And Timothy Alpha is just like, well, all right, I guess I'm <laughs> going to get out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, so now we get to the next story. And this is when we follow the British guy to Vegas. Okay. So this, uh, the first story I really liked. Uh, the second one, I, it was, I didn't like it. It's, uh, well, we were talking about this. It's kind of like um, made or, well, I guess we'll get into that later. This yeah. is in the theme of, of very similar things from this director and other related directors. Didn't, we, didn't we do this with uh, like a dance movie with, uh, with Christopher Walken? Oh, at some point. oh, I remember. Yeah, I made uh, things you do in Denver when you're dead. Yeah, right. A dancing school. Oh, yeah, sure, where sure, it was sure. like a bunch of interconnected uh, vignettes and all yep. sorts of yeah. Okay. Yeah, I based them all off of Warren Zevon songs. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> the highest concept. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Wow. Uh, so <laughs> anyway, we go to Vegas with Tay Diggs, Breckenmeyer, the British dude, and that other guy from Donnie Darko that Zach mentioned. Uh-huh. You know all your favorite black guys. Oh, fuck. No, not that. <laughs> okay. Uh, so on the ride there, Breckenmeyer's being kind of shitty, and you can tell he's like, he's a, a white guy who, you know, is like, he's like affected a real like hood attitude. Sure. Like, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he throws an N word out, and, uh, you know, Tay Diggs is like quick to be like, hey, I know you think that you're allowed to use that word, but you're not. You're not. I like that um, even at this point in the 90s, this was still not cool. Like people were saying the word gay unironically back in that period. But like this was already like, whoa, good. I think like here. in this scene, like, <laughs> this, this may have been the turning point. Lord knows. Yeah. Yeah. Um, eventually they get there. Um, they go to the buffet to, to, <laughs> to fuel up. Yeah. They stay in the hotel. And they're staying in the hotel with the credit card of the Timothy Oliphant drug dealer. Ah, um, uh, right. British guy says he just, he let him borrow it so he could, like, get a hotel room. But, like, he's not charging anything to it. Um, anyway. So, Breckenmeyer and the other dude get horrible diarrhea and stuff from the buffet. Oh, this is your, like, perfect uh, bad person <laughs> punishment. I know, yeah. I know. He got the comeuppance that I always he's, write. He's literally eating a sandwich, shoving buffet shrimp into the sandwich. And With Tay, the tails still on. Yeah, Tay Diggs is looking at him like, you are out of your fucking mind. Oh my <laughs> and then God. they have diarrhea for this entire vignette. It's the yeah. best. Oh so Tay Diggs' whole thing is like, he's the, the super cool, like, more grown up than the rest of them friend in the group. And he's talking about like tantric sex and all this. Oh, and yeah. like, mm-hmm. <laughs> so that. he's, Tay Diggs is like winning money, playing gambling and uh-huh. uh, yep as the you do british the british guy loses all his money but then he like stumbles into a jewish wedding and ends up going back to the hotel room with two of the bridesmaids and uh while they're boning a fire starts in the room and he has to run okay. out naked and people are you know like they're evacuating hotel rooms and shit and he gets his clothes on by the time they make it into the lobby and he grabs tay Dix and he's like hey we need to get out of here and they go to a strip club, and it's a strip club that um, Timothy Oliphant s- recommended to them. There's so mm-hmm. many things happening. Mm-hmm. That that last thing was like ten minutes. Yeah, like mm-hmm. it's amazing how quickly paced this is. Yeah. So, 
They go into the strip club and Taydix is like, listen, no matter what they say, don't order champagne because champagne's a private dance and we can't afford that. And he's like, oh yeah, cool. <laughs> they also stole a car to go to the strip club. They started they did steal Ferrari a car, yeah. Testarossa to go to the yeah, strip club. Oh, okay. uh, Taydix, Taydix yeah, because Diggs is wearing a yellow blazer and everybody keeps thinking that he's a service worker at the hotel. Yeah. So someone gives him his uh-huh. keys because he thinks he's a valet and he's yeah. like, oh, we're going to go do this shit. Yeah. <laughs> there was also a gun in the car, which mm-hmm. becomes important. We're at a, a 92 Yeah. Uh, So, five seconds after they walk into the place, British guy's like, "I want to buy your most expensive bottle of champagne." (laughs) Oh no! They go to the. They get led to the private. We all have this friend. Like everyone knows who this friend is. Where you're like, God damn it! I think we all have your friend. Who is this friend? My friend? My very good friend? Yeah. <laughs> but I think you're right. Yeah. I do also have this friend, too, though. So. Yeah. Oh, I know which one it is for oh, you. Oh, fuck me. Yeah, I guess do. I yeah. don't have a friend. Who can <laughs> I guess you don't know dirt No, bags, if, if you so. don't have that friend, Seth, you are that friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Well, all right. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> they go into the, they're about to go in the private room and like the bouncer is like, hey, I need a credit card. So obviously they give him uh, the drug dealer's credit card. Right. And he's like, okay, here's the rules. No touching. You be respectful, blah, blah, this and that. Mm-hmm. Four seconds in, <laughs> British guy grabs the girl's ass. Yep. They kick them out. He starts beating the shit out of, trying to beat the shit out of Tay Diggs. And the girl's like, he didn't do anything. It's the other guy. So he starts trying to beat the shit out of the British guy. The British guy shoots him in the arm. <laughs> there is so much happening that in this movie. Escalated quickly, yes. <laughs> they run away. They take the car. They ditch the car. They go up to the hotel room to get their diarrhea friends. Uh-huh. And yeah. In the meantime. <laughs> that, that's who we are. That's me and Lee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're yeah, the ones just rolling around in bed moaning for an hour uh, and a half. That's <laughs> definitely me. You're right. Um. So you guys are the yeah. diarrhea friends. I'm the bad idea friend, and <laughs> we have a money friend. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the in the meantime, the owner of the club, who is the dad of the guy who got shot, uh, uses his connections to like find out who's this guy, where is he? It's like oh, they find out where they're staying. They go up to the room to go to go like beat the shit out of them sure. and probably kill them. Right. And uh, in the meantime, they have escaped through. Um, New through the York. adjoining room oh yeah and uh, by paying off the child who's staying in the adjoining room to let them go through yeah so then they have a chase through the parking garage and a chase through vegas and they eventually like kind of make it out and they drive home and they think all is well uh so third story now okay is jay moore and scott wolf uh-huh uh and we see them getting roped into doing this sting operation uh, we also find out that they're boyfriends and that they've been cheating on each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So then they end up at dinner with William Fitchner and Jane Krakowski. Uh-huh. And it really seems like it's going to be a weird sex thing because is it Jay Moore goes to use the bathroom and uh, yeah. And, and Fitchner comes out of the shower and he's in like just a pair of boxers and he's like, Oh, Hey, What's up? Check out the the bedding. Isn't it nice? It's brand new. He's doing so leg soft. up on the bed and he's giving him a massage and stuff. Yeah, he's yeah. like, hey, get jump yeah. in there. See how nice the bedding uh, is. Well, and uh-huh. it, at this point, we don't know that they're gay nor that they're boyfriends. So right. like, Jay's looking very uncomfortable, and you think it's a gay panic thing, but it's not. It's just like this guy's fucking weird. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it's also it's like, hey, check out this cologne I got. It smells yeah. like CK one, right? And he's mm-hmm. like making him smell him and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, 
Then we see in the kitchen, it's Jane Krakowski is making dinner and she's talking to Scott Wolf. She's like, hey, when you kiss someone on stage like or on TV, is it like a real kiss? And he's like, well, no, we don't use any tongue. It's called a stage kiss. So like, she's like, it doesn't feel like anything. He's like, well, I mean, you know, it's 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 there's something, but it's not like a real kiss. And she's like, oh, oh, like this. And she just full on tongues him like oh, real, okay. real big times him. Uh, I mean, Scott Wolf's a hot piece. Like, I get it. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Really? Ursa, uh, Ursa Major. Yeah. <laughs> so then they're all having dinner together and and it's like hey me and the wife uh we want to talk to you about something it's like oh weird sex here thing. we it go turn, it turns out it's not that it turns out that they are in a pyramid scheme like an amway style pyramid scheme oh my god and they, they want to recruit people to be sellers underneath them yep. jesus well, and this is all after the failed sting happened. So this... they, they, they went over in the first place because they felt like they owed this guy something because the sting got all fucked up. Well, it, I think it was more they were worried he wouldn't sign their paperwork. Sure, yeah. sure, sure. Yeah. yeah. But they're, they're like sort of obligated to do it at this point mm-hmm. on some level. This movie doesn't so, sound yeah. terrible. No, it's pretty decent. Um, it's actually surprisingly good, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so he they they leave you know after dinner's dinner's like over and they they get out of there and uh, they're going to the liquor store because they're gonna go to this rave that they heard about during the sting operation. Uh-huh. They want to get drunk first, and that's when we find out that they're together, and they've actually been cheating on each other with the same guy, <gasps> um, Kyle well, from mm-hmm. makeup, somebody from makeup, something like that. <laughs> and and like Scott Wolf did it first because he thought that Jay Moore was cheating mm-hmm. on him, and then Jay Moore did it second because he knew that Scott Wolf was cheating on him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they have like this kind of reconciliation over this. They get to the rave, and that dude is there. <laughs> and they, I, I just they have fucking to chop his hair off. They chop his ponytail off. Yeah, there, as a revenge. I have to say, there's so many good conversations here where neither of them play like the effeminate gay guy, like the obvious 90s gay guy. They're talking about the one of them taught the the guy who they ch- cheated with how to give blowjobs better. And the yeah. other one's like, oh, yeah, in October, he did get way better at blowjobs. That's right. <laughs> like, And they're just having this like they're talking about like, like yard oh, work or something. Yeah. Like, it's yeah, that's, so that is a good. good point. The way that they that they treat their relationship, it's like, oh, what if. What if gay people were just people? We're normal who humans. To each yeah. Other? yeah. For nineteen ninety nine, like it was impressive. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's it's actually very surprising cool. that, they, like that they treat their relationship like like that. Yeah. 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 All right. Um, I can get behind that. Yeah. Uh, did we miss the part where Melissa McCarthy's here? Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's before the rave. Yeah. Yeah, they because they go to that dude's house to confront him, and they find out that he's also at the rave, and Melissa McCarthy's his roommate. She's like. <laughs> like starstruck because she knows who they are mm-hmm. yeah um well she also has seen both of them at her apartment where who she's roommates with the cheater guy oh that that's was what she yeah. literally says like she's looking at both of them and she goes you guys know right and they both go yeah we know <laughs> mm-hmm. because like she knows that they yeah yeah right Got i think it. she even says like oh the one time it was so exciting you were here and then you were like three minutes after he left it was so close <laughs> <laughs> how did i miss that I, anyway. her character was not very it was brief but it was very funny. that's yeah. pretty funny. yeah she was it was yeah. most mccarthy she was great yep. um yep. so then they get the, the raves going on and they're about to leave and they it turns out they're the ones who hit Sarah Polly with their car. Uh, this is where the gay stereotypes come back. The gay dudes are driving a Miata. <laughs> um, so they, Yellow they freak Miata. out and they they freak out and they leave and they're realizing like, okay, 
this girl might be dead. It'd be our fault. And it's like, yeah. that guy was going to shoot her. So maybe she'd be dead anyway. And they're trying to like rationalize right, the situation right. in their heads. A lot of, a lot of moral bargaining for sure. Yeah. So they go back yeah. and now it's like that torrential... episode of Detroiters where they hit that guy and then put a bag of chips on his head and drag him <laughs> off. Yeah. That yeah, the first episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sure. Um, <laughs> so it's pouring rain and they're having this like conversation where Scott Wolf is like completely freaking out. And Jay Moore is trying to like, convince him that it's all make-believe and it's going to be okay and this is when he like has that dark turn but it's kind of understandable yeah. and it's not like the normal jay moore dark turn yeah yeah he's, he's the... doing it out of compassion for right for yeah Wolf. he's like trying to keep him together yeah. so their plan is to like get her to a hospital or something mm-hmm. or put her body in the ground somewhere mm-hmm. if she's dead yeah. <laughs> there, uh, there are two wildly different options yes yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> but then they realize that like she starts to come to and she's alive and they're like oh shit okay well um there's a shitload of people over there so they drop her on the hood of a car and set the alarm off and yep. they leave so she gets found and it's by all the people she sold fake drugs to and they're all like oh my god we have to help her so like she wakes up in the hospital. Huh. So she's fine. In the meantime, uh, Katie Holmes goes to the diner that they all meet up at when they get mm. separated, when they all hang out. Yeah. And Timothy Oliphant's there. <laughs> and she goes and sits down with them, and they have breakfast, and they hit it off, and they go back to his place, and they start making out. And that's when the Vegas guys show up, because they think it's him who fucked them up. Yeah. Because they have his name. And smash cut to sitting in his apartment and he's literally drawing a map to show them how to get to the British guy's apartment. <laughs> so they can shoot him instead of yeah. Timothy Oliphant, yeah. And then the British guy comes in <laughs> and then they all have a bro moment where like the guy, he can't bring himself to shoot him. And the dad is like, what happened to this generation? Blah, 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 this and that. <laughs> yeah. And then finally Katie Holmes is like, this is fucked. I'm leaving. She goes and you hear a gunshot as she leaves. And then you hear the British guy. I'm okay. It's cool. So. Well, they they make a gentleman's pack where he's not going to shoot him like to kill yeah, him. Yeah, he's going to shoot him through like the muscle on the arm. Yeah. He, draws, so he, he yeah. draws an X on his bicep, and then they just like stage it. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. very silly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so then Katie Holmes goes back to work and meets up with uh, with Sarah Polly, and then they go find their friend who was on ecstasy, who they left at the party, right, um, <laughs> under a pile of garbage, so he would be safe. <laughs> right. Yep. Um, like I've do. done that. I've done that for friends before. <laughs> yeah. And then they uh, they drive off into the morning as No Doubt plays. No Doubt's uh, new is the oh, very right. underrated No Doubt song. Yes. Huh. Yep. So uh, that's the third part of the movie. Huh. So man, uh, the- I was watching Seth's face that whole time, and to hear it in rapid succession, this is so convoluted. Like I had not realized is it's a lot of movie, and I feel bad <sighs> because I really took a long time to describe it. But it's hard when there's oh you three there's separate a lot story of stuff lines. happening. Yeah, yeah. it is. Mm-hmm. They, I honestly like, and it all fit together better now that I was hearing it back a second time. Like, I'm honestly impressed with sort of how interconnected every, like, all the characters came back around. Nobody got lost. It was all yeah, you know. yeah. And I think even though there were a lot of characters and a lot of things going on, all the storylines were separate enough and had little enough overlap that you didn't have to worry about that weird timeline stuff yep. and like yeah. planting seeds for things. Like, there's one or two seeds that you had to plant, and they did it, and it works out really well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so yeah. should I watch this movie? I think so. Yeah, um, it's it's. I don't know what, if you'll like, like it. Is... Minutes long. Yeah, it's like a, uh, one. Yeah, like one thirty-five, one forty. Yeah. Well, time yeah, has long. no meaning to me. <laughs> nor right. nor on, in this movie. Turns on out. your ghost ship, your magical ghost ship. Ah, right. right. Yeah. <laughs> and also just in general, but sure, sure. Um, 
Okay. Yeah. So, so I, what other my effects? First, my first thing, when I started this, this is a movie I've watched in my formative years, probably like 1999 when I was just going into high school. And I was very worried because we've done a lot of these movies where I they remember really liking up. it. Yeah. And you watch it again. You're like, what the fuck happened? Like, yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I also was thinking we did Reality Bites not that long ago. Yeah. And that is a that is a movie for the generation older than us. Right. And that was insufferable to us mm-hmm. at the time. And I was like, is this our generation's that? Like, would I even be able to realize that it sucks now because I'm the audience for it? I don't know. Right. Huh. That's um, a really good point. That's a very, yeah, it's a very interesting yeah. issue. To... It's it's very much targeted at the same type of disaffection. Right. Like, yes. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah. So my three-word summary was aloof pretension, comma, everyone. <laughs> yeah. <all right. laughs> that's sort of the whole thing. Um, yeah, but uh, then afterwards I reassessed, and A, I think it holds up pretty well. Like, there's not that much offensive shit for 2019. There's a little bit, but less than most movies. And B, as we just mentioned, I think I I liked it quite a bit. I don't know about you, Lee, but yeah, I thought it was I did. Uh, if I if I have a three word summary, um, uh, I just I would have to have a hyphen in there to make it three words. Okay. So if you'll if you'll okay. you can have a four indulge, word. Indulge, We've yeah. done it. Yeah. I'll, I'll indulge you. Okay. Uh, fast cuts kind of drags. Mm. <laughs> oh, you did mention that it is simultaneously fast and slow yeah. okay. for such a for like yeah. a movie that's not very long and for uh, some like really quick. They're basically just three interconnected shorts films, right? Um, it I kept I found myself like like I said I missed a lot of the Melissa McCarthy thing even though sure. she's in one scene that I watched mm-hmm. and like it I enjoyed the movie but I I don't know it kind it did drag a little mm. I don't know it's a, a it. So the other thing, which I think I alluded to earlier, um, so this the director is Doug Lyman. Seth, I don't know if you that mm, rings any bells. No, he he did Swingers three years before this. Ah, uh, okay. Part two is very that a hallmark. We all yeah. Part two is just exactly Swingers. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and he's done kind of other stuff. There, all the dialogue in this movie is very Swingers reminiscent. It's mm. like lots of people thinking they're very smart and rambling on, but it all is just bullshit nonsense. So like, us. I mean, that feels very so, mid to late nineties too, though. So yeah. So. You're describing you us. Uh, yeah, you're describing us. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I mean, we said you're the friend with the bad ideas, and we're yeah. the friends who have diarrhea in the hotel room. I, I really yeah. don't want to look too far into that mirror, but maybe, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> probably. Yeah, um, you find a toilet staring back at yeah. you. <laughs> but it, it is it is almost <laughs> yeah almost always it is almost so fast paced that you get overloaded, and yeah. I think you just mm-hmm. kind of like it all blurs together, and you kind of zone out a little mm-hmm. bit, mm-hmm. like the For movie sure. Blur. Um, I don't, think I don't, I don't even think that's that. a movie. I think it was a band. <laughs> There's a band. There is definitely Bubbler. a British yeah. band. Yeah. yeah, I really do. also popular during this time period. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, woohoo! Uh, <laughs> so yeah. I don't like that. Yeah, he also did. He also did Edge of Tomorrow, which I actually I, a lot. yeah. Mm-hmm. Very different movie though. That yeah. he is yeah. not. Anything I was like looking this, him up, yeah. and I don't remember other uh, many of the other credits, but like he does a lot of we, really all over the place style wise. Yeah, like, we yeah. shouldn't yeah. we shouldn't talk more about Edge tomorrow because I really want to do that at some. Oh point. yeah, same, same. we did talk yeah. about doing that. Yeah, yeah, because uh, yeah, nice. Anyway. But like. Yep. Even though that's a very different movie, like I could kind of see it being the same director. Like I, I can see like threads of okay. what he's interested in and and how he likes to shoot things. Okay, yeah, definitely. Um, uh, my last one is uh, when in the third act with the Miata and they hit the main character, um, mm-hmm. saying "Stop, stop!" It's a Miata while somebody rearranges things in the trunk with unrealistic hope is so <laughs> relatable. 
My my wife has literally said this to me. Like buying groceries, you can get like three bags in there, but the fourth one's a little bit squeezed. So, and you just you feel like no, like no car trunk can only hold three grocery bags. So you just jam it around, and then somebody finally goes like, "Fucking relax, we're done here. Put it in the front seat." <laughs> like I think I think Jay says it to Scott, and I was just like, "Oh fuck, man, that rings very yeah, true." Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah that oh, right there. <laughs> Yeah, that's a funny. I don't know why that that hit me good though. That was good. Yeah. Um. Oh, another thing with the Miata is when they're at the gas station after they hit her and they're trying to clean the windshield and there's like mm. chunks on it. Ooh. He picks out a giant chunk of her hair and just goes Ugh! and chucks yeah. it on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. That Fuck. was. Yeah. That was heavy. Um. Yep. I. I mean. So like. Uh. Uh. uh Swingers is kind of like that. Like all of those movies have very dark. Like Made is another one where there's dark stuff. Yeah. Um, very mm-hmm. bad things is another one we talked about that yeah. is in this time Ugh, period and very much like this movie. and stars yeah. Christian Slater. Um, yeah. And there's always some like extremely dark thing, and then the goal is like to make the goofs like surmount that somehow overcome yeah. the darkness. I guess it's a it's a version of like we've talked about black comedy before. Yeah. And how, yeah. Like I. I dislike that you just throw that term onto like dramas that have jokes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that feels like more of a an attempt at black comedy, but I don't know. Yeah, I wouldn't say this is a comedy per se. Uh, there are no, funny no, parts in it, all. but this is not a comedy. Yeah, like, first and foremost. Yeah. Which again is a thing that like I I like about this movie is it yeah. doesn't try to be one specific thing. It tries to be a version of a heightened reality of three people's nights. Okay. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. The second one, and maybe that's why I dislike the second one compared to the others, is because that's the one that's the most like outlandish mm-hmm, and over the top. Mm-hmm. That is like very I true. can I can imagine someone going to like sell pills and their mm-hmm. night gets fucked up, yeah. and then really crazy thing they yeah. get threatened and then hit by a car. Right. I can imagine two people getting in trouble and doing trying to get out of trouble. Yeah. And then. They go and start having fun, and then something terrible happens. Yeah. Like that's a realistic thing. Right. You know? Like going to Vegas and like it's not fucking weekend at Bernie's absurdity. Right. Yeah, yeah. The stuff yeah. in Vegas, like if it were a full on comedy, I think I would buy. I would buy it more. Yeah. Like that stuff felt more like a Hangover than it did like the movie. Ha- hangover is exactly the thing. It's it's such hyperbolic nonsense that you're just like mm-hmm. this is not related. It was it was yeah. so much less. It was much less grounded exaggeration mm-hmm. than the other ones the other ones were exaggeration that one was just insanity right yep. yeah. um, even though you know tay diggs is always great yeah. but like yeah. you know, he was good he can only his... be so cool all the time yeah, like it's true yeah uh what you got lee any stuff before we rate not really i think we talked about the oliphant stuff we talked about yeah. the jay moore stuff um sure there wasn't a whole lot of background on this movie no it was kind of low budge and uh mm-hmm. yeah it was kind of under the radar i think yeah I think we already you uh, you you pointed this out. I think this is a movie. At least at the time, I can remember it being very well liked by people in our age group. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like maybe it's remembered and maybe it's not. Like I remembered it when you brought it up, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. It does seem. I mean, even for me, like the dumb aloof characters were just like, oh, we all knew that person but it was annoying at the time. And I feel like if you were any other generation and you knew that person, you'd be like, oh, I fucking hate that person. Right. I yeah, can't we, right. we lived it. through these personality types yeah. in the exact way that they're playing. Right, out. exactly. Yeah. 
Like there's an '80s version of every one of these characters oh, yeah, that we sure. would find annoying. Yep. There's a 2000s version that we would find. I was gonna annoying. say like we are yeah. your friends, or like some of the new like millennial movies that are coming out are like I fucking hate them, but I bet people younger than us are like, yeah, no, I get that, I lived that. Yeah, I know that guy. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. All right, it's a pretty decent movie. Yeah. All right, cool. Um, well, okay. get into ratings then. So, yeah. Um, go. Oh, what's the money on this one, Zach? Ooh. Um, let me get back to you on that one. <laughs> do you, Lee, do you want to guess the IMDb? Because I think you will be very surprised. <laughs> uh, is it like a 7-1? It is a 7-3, mm, <laughs> which okay. is extremely high. That is pretty high. Does it have a lot of votes? 64K. So not That's no not votes. Bad. Yeah. yeah. Um, it sounds exactly like a movie that was like a little more than a cult following. Yeah, yeah but 7-3 for some of the shit we watch is like, yeah, that seems true. aggressive, yeah. Um, budget was twenty million. Box office was twenty eight five. So, okay, was, so it was like a okay. modest, a modest mm-hmm. success. Yeah. yeah, I wonder how it did on like home video because I bet this was some. This seems really screams to me, especially with the cover. Yeah, as something that it would be on the wall at the video store that people would like mm-hmm. just pick up because I, they like the. Co- I guarantee I rented a, the VHS at Blockbuster like yeah. at least five times. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Just like uh, Julie Taymor's Titus, a movie that mm. I rented based on the cover alone, is and that, then um, was very confused. Is that Anthony Hopkins holding a thing? It's Anthony Hopkins oh. on the ground with his face covered in like blue oh, gray just mud. all full on his face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. I do remember that. that one. Sound yep. like a Tony Hop's move. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hey, Tony. <laughs> it's yeah. uh, it's Titus Andronicus. In case you're wondering, yeah, indeed, so. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> goes without saying there is much eating of pies baked full of your children <laughs> nah, who hasn't done that <laughs> <laughs> um uh, all right so seven three on the end to be uh lee you want to go first yeah okay okay uh so speaking original... of pie children <laughs> <laughs> would you care to rate this movie original movie uh i enjoyed i thought it dragged a little um we talked a lot already about what what we liked and didn't like about mm-hmm. it yep. um but the first part and the third part, I, I really liked. Um, mm-hmm. Six eight, okay. okay. Six eight. Right. I think if I if I liked the middle more, I, I would give it like a full wreck. Mm-hmm. But that is fair. It was weirdly imbalanced. I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so Seth's movie, mm-hmm. uh, I absolutely loved. Uh, this is the exact type of sci-fi I I read all the time, constantly. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I'm not reading books about adult wizards um so <laughs> sexy adult wizards oh, um, so, yeah. with names like rants and oh no and like now i know what you're talking about oh no rinse rinse wool stuff <laughs> You could cut that out. Mm-hmm. I, I I was trying to come up with sexy names and I blanked. I said rants. <laughs> That's Ron Howard's dad's name. Oh, it is. Mm-hmm. Um, A real sexy family pre this generation. <laughs> <laughs> Renowned, yeah. Uh, no, Seth, I loved it. Um, yeah, I'm going to give you a full 8-6. Ah, cool. Nice. Cool. Wow, weirdly, your last... Uh... Sell, uh, faked rating was at 8.6 huh. oh weird gotta dial down the center thing um, okay um, 
Yeah, I, I agree. I think I would even go seven on Go, uh, mostly because I was surprised how much I didn't have to feel like I should hate it. Yeah, how it held up. It really up. held up more yeah. than than you ex- than I expected mm-hmm. it would. Yeah, didn't it? Yep. yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna go seven. And Seth, I think you should watch it. I think of the three of us, you will probably like it the least. Sure. But I think you would still be into it. I mean, but that's just the general trend of literally everything we do ever. That, so, you could just name that about fiction, yeah, uh-huh. life experiences. Yeah, no, I'm definitely the the uh, the non-bug animal, the, the curmudgeon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, um, wait, Seth, do you mean true bugs or do you mean like other varieties of insect, like Coleoptera I, or? Uh, see, we're doing yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, Seth, your movie was also great. I, I think um hard sci-fi is wonderful movies very very rarely tackle hard sci-fi yeah um well at least yeah. or like in a way that is well, faithful to the hard part it's of hard a, sci-fi. yeah yeah it's a difficult thing to do it is with people right because movies yeah, inherently sure. have to have people but also like the hard sci-fi stuff like you have to deal with all of these like things that are beyond human experience which is a Mm -hmm. very very difficult thing to do well so two things there yes i agree like you have to play to the masses and the masses don't want to have a physics lesson for two hours yes i mean (laughs) i do but most people don't uh, 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 (laughs) um however as you described your movie it's a lot about character development and this like i like i really like the dichotomy of like they went to a different planet expecting something new and from ten thousand feet it's just earth all over again like same bullshit yeah that's a really cool mechanism realization thing Mm -hmm. yeah um, so yeah, um, also, I'm gonna... it, it's go ahead. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say, uh, I, I'll give you like a, even eight, eight, I think. Yeah. Like that, oh, that seemed very cool. Hey. Well, I was going to say too, yeah. like the way you described it, like the problem with doing a lot of hard sci-fi, especially if it's like involves these long distances and these travels like this is you could get into budget problems, but the type of movie you were <laughs> writing, you could do this really low budget. Yeah. Yeah. You just and need if to... you do it really low budget, you don't have to cater to a giant audience. Yeah, you yeah. Can... it ends up being like a big character study sort of situation, almost mm-hmm. like a like a bottle uh, sort mm-hmm. of situation for a lot mm-hmm. of it. And then at the end, we deal with Melissa McCarthy and uh, Tay Diggs and, yeah, their, yeah. and their ridiculous yeah. bullshit. <laughs> you could even do this on on a bare stage with with masking tape, like Dogville. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> oh no! That's a Never black that. box theater production of a Ugh. hard science fiction idea. oh yeah i'm glad we just ruined that because i never want to watch that movie again <laughs> oh no i will never watch dog oh, again oh, you could all go fuck oh, yourselves what's uh what's her australian um she was amazing in it but uh married nicole to Tom Cruise, nicole yeah yeah uh-huh. like yeah. It, it was one of those well i guess we'll get into this later but <laughs> i think lee your movie might be kind of like this but yeah oh yeah. shit anyway um yeah no Seth, i think you did it really well like you very effectively skirted all of the pitfalls that sci-fi especially hard sci-fi often has to deal yeah. with by just not even addressing it at all yeah and then got into the like actually human interesting mm-hmm. parts, so yeah yeah um, i mean uh cards on the table like i had been listening to um uh, another podcast um mm. our fake history talk- oh, right, talking right. about the moon landing <laughs> yeah mm. uh talking about like why people were so like i was in like a real space mood and like he was talking about like why certain people think the moon landing was faked even though they're completely fucking wrong um (laughs) but the reasons why all of that stuff gets together why why you would make that argument and all sorts of things like that and so it really got me in a space mood today 
And yeah. also, I'm moving. I'm moving houses, so like the yeah. idea of Logomo like having to pack up your whole shit and be transient for a while was really getting at me. So yeah, that's a that's a big life thing. Yeah, yeah. So your regular Timothy Oliphant this week. Hey, <laughs> super depressed. Uh, <laughs> sad sheriff yeah. nah um, it's all good alright so next week uh, we're doing <laughs> Lee with the movie End of Watch End of mm-hmm. Watch yep, so yep, I'm yep. told yep. Yeah. so that'll be good it's gonna be about how watches no longer work because of the uh, the, uh, the 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 magnetic switch of the uh, oh sorry sorry I don't I, special uh, relativity it's special relativity uh, fuck uh, <laughs> <laughs> You know, I, I thought about doing no. We'll talk a, about a, we'll a talk watch about based yeah. movie mm-hmm. for that one. Yeah, of course. Anyway, we'll talk about it next step. We'll talk we'll talk about it in ten minutes for us and uh-huh. <laughs> a week for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What a special time it will mm-hmm. be. Well, I guess until then, <laughs> I'm feeling like a freak on a leash. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs>